You're listening to a Chirp Radio podcast. For more interviews and stories, visit chirpradio.org slash podcast. One, two, three. I wasn't thinking about next year or even next week. Moving by myself with no clue how happy we'd be. Trying to give you my time, treat you right. You're listening to Chirp Radio. My name is Andrew, and I'm here with Chicago's own Rich Jones. How's it going, man? It's going great. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. So you're coming off a lot of dope stuff right now. You got featured on NPR Music's Heavy Rotation with your song No Clue, right? And recently in The Reader's Best, you got the follow-up to Chance the Rapper. Which that was is, uh, that was last year. Was That was last yeah, year. The, the, this year, the runner-up to Chance the Rapper was uh, the homie Asar Bradley. Uh, congratulations to Mr. Bradley. Right on. Well, still, like, lots of good things happening in the last year. Oh, yeah, definitely. How are you feeling? Uh, I feel good, man. I feel really good. It's been uh, the last few years just kind of in terms of, you know, some of the seeds I've planted and some of the projects that I've spent time working on, um, both creatively and, uh, you know, events-wise, because, you know, I also throw events um, as well um, with my monthly All Smiles, which is at a tonic room. So um, it's been it's been interesting to kind of, see where things have gone both creatively but then also how I'm I'm kind of moving to try to put on for artists that I like and artists that I respect here in Chicago. I think that's that's honestly what's what's kept things really interesting is yeah there's been a lot of cool things for me but um you know it I think you know especially like uh last week we did a 4th of July party at AMFM um in Pilsen and you know that sort of event having people from all walks of life experiencing all different sorts of music on on just such a fun occasion i mean you know that gets me just as jazzed well so how do you split your time between booking is it and performing and recording is it like half and half or would you say you spend more time on one um i think i've i've had to force myself to get to a place where I, I am having a certain amount of regimentation when it comes to creating i mean obviously you don't want to force creativity if in a perfect scenario but um, for the most part, I've just been recording out of Fat Tongue Studios, which is run by my friend Joel Gutman. It's been a really awesome environment to just kind of camp out and for the first time using a studio space less with something in mind and more just knowing that I've got production to write to or have people that are sending me things, um, you know, just as the weeks go on and me testing things out and just having a really free environment to you know, try whatever I want out. And then on top of that, now that I'm comfortable in that environment, bringing in my, my other talented friends to record with me too and kind of seeing how those energies intermingle. And then the planning and everything else, that's kind of like a, a, a day-to-day sort of thing. You know, you just kind of looking for opportunities um, and then also people randomly reaching out, which has been super fun to just see the, the sorts of, you know, things that people are offering or, or asking of me to do and then me you know, having to kind of get creative and how to fulfill it. Because, you know, my, with, with how I am, you know, I, I want to genuinely help someone out if I like what they do. And in my mind, in a best case scenario, you know, I'm putting money in their pocket too, you know, because artists, you know, don't get paid enough for what they do. You know, obviously, I can't offer a million dollars, but I can at least try to, you know, take care of my people as best I can, you know, given whatever the scenario is. Uh, hey. Now, now when she been walking up to me like a member me. Say I don't, but if you would, please excuse me. 
from and where you came To get right here, the spot where I'm right here today You're probably getting a lot of people at the ground level in terms of the hip-hop scene in Chicago. Mm -hmm. What are you most excited about and where do you kind of see it going? I think I'm most excited by the fact that I see a lot of kind of the next wave starting to emerge. The opportunities that are being afforded them because of what's transpired in Chicago the last decade or so. I think that's, that's the exciting part is, you know, I think there was a generation kind of before this current one has taken off with, you know, all the whole save money movement and all that. It, it was just, it was a different era. You know, it's, it's pre-internet. It's a lot of, you know, stuff that's happening just before a lot of things really take off. And so, you know, there's a lot of effort and a lot of work put in by, you know, Mole Men and, and G4 and a lot of those labels, EV, Gravel, um, to kind of build a scene here and, and build something that, that people would, you know, represent and take elsewhere. And, you know, it was, it was successful generally, I know for, for some of those artists, but, you know, for a long time, there was only a handful that were really doing it on a real, let's sell record sort of level. Um, so I think to see what's happened in the last four or five years, like with Chance and with everybody else and really starting to get genuine national and international looks because of the internet, because, you know, we're so much more connected and, and aren't necessarily bound by, by any sort of geography in terms of what we're taking in musically or culturally. And I think a lot of it is because, you know, there's been, you know, not only an investment in that, you know, by some of the older generations, you know, uh, thankfully to kind of foster that. But then, you know, you're also looking at, at people that are seeing people become successful and all of a sudden they start to believe that they can pull it off you know well i want to move towards your music here for a second because i want to i was surprised by vegas your most recent ep because it's pretty poppy mm-hmm. um and a lot less sort of hip-hop driven and i was wondering well, there's no hip-hop in it, there's yeah. no hip-hop in it at all no, yeah. yeah um and you know a lot of it's really really catchy and i was just sort of curious what made you want to do that move? Has pop always kind of been part of your like writing style or was this kind of like, I want to do something completely new? It definitely, I'd say in, in the grand scheme of my catalog, it's a departure to be certain. The way that this came about was my friend Ryan Lofty had started to get music um, that he'd composed or that he'd produced in commercials and television and was starting to make money off of that. And his, his whole thing has been building his company, Future Vega, in their sound library to pitch to music supervisors and all that. So, you know, I, I saw that and we, we've been friends, you know, since 2010 and, you know, we, we talked a lot about working with each other and we have a lot of respect for what each other do, but we hadn't, you know, pulled the trigger, been able to finish anything. And I, I just said, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of hit a patch here where I'm, I'm not really seeing a lot of new opportunity and I'm, I'm kind of hitting a wall with, with what I'm doing right now. And I, I'd, I'd really, you know, appreciate if, if you just let me, come out there and I'll, I'll completely just do what you want me to do. I, I just want to try my hand at songwriting and, and just try to make different types of music. You know, I knew I was capable. I've, I've written songs previously um, that were just singing songs that weren't rap songs whatsoever. That, that kind of was more prominent on an EP I did called Politely 100. That had surprised people then a little bit as well. But um, I'd say 
you know, after the first day of us working on, on the Vegas material, it was just very apparent we worked very well and very quickly together. Um, and, you know, we ended up cranking out over the course of three days, three songs. And, you know, I had subsequent trips where we'd, you know, keep making more of this stuff. And, you know, at first, you know, we thought, you know, we could sell this to someone else, but there was kind of a personal nature to it that in my mind, you know, I thought, you know what, I can pull this off. Um, I'm a good enough artist and performer where I can can figure out how to become a good enough artist and performer and evolve into this and you know already with with some of the material I've been working on previous to this like on pigeons and waffles or uh, pink slips you know those those projects there was definitely singing on there there is there is hook sensibility pop sensibility in terms of of the choruses and all that you know and that's been a focus and a a love of mine is is to try to do something that that people want to play over and over and over what's next for you is it going to be another ep is it going to be a full album well that's that's the big question you know i've got as of right now four projects in the works one of them is done um it's with the producer vaporize that's coming you know that that's gonna start emerging in like single form or at least like you know full project form at some point in the next few months to fall or something and then i've got a longer project that's kind of my next I'd say, you know, I, I don't want to belittle or denigrate any other stuff, but given the amount of time I've spent on it, um, I'm kind of definitely looking to see what I can do for this project with my friend Walking Shoe. Excited to see what that does. I know that's that's one of those, the, the that's one of the projects I've been kind of testing out the material for, um, you know, especially using the band, just because you know these were records I I tried a few times with like just the backing tracks on a laptop, and it's really hard to get the same energy and just like feel it in your chest. So um, yeah, I'd say. That's on the docket. We have some visuals we're going to be shooting for for some of the songs, um, both released or unreleased. And then I'm also working with Fest Grandiose, who hosts the Open Beats beat event over at Cafe Mustache. Um, you know, he's an amazing DJ, amazing producer, amazing person. I'm, I'm really excited to see what, what that shakes out to be. And then last but not least, uh, you know, going back to my, my oldest... Uh, musical friend and collaborator montana max um with with something he's the one that produced no clue um and kind of you know seeing where what else we can we can put together i've already got a couple more records with him that aren't out right now so i think this this could be really special especially given our history of of knowing each other for so long you know i've known him since i was 14 and you know to have that kind of length of time spent where you know you've you've legitimately grown with somebody both creatively and and as as a person you know i think that's that's rare um so i'm i'm really pumped to to see how that shakes out Man, so it sounds like a really awesome and busy year ahead. Thank you so much for doing this. It was great. Yeah, great to be here, man. You can find this and other interviews at tripradio.org slash podcasts. Trip Radio, 
hear what's next. I won't want you, I won't need you. Could it be farther from the truth that I don't